0: So, Tom, here we are in the sun. Yeah, You're, you've you been enjoying this for a little while now in, in Alicante here. And I just pop out for a few days, but I'm like, it's so nice, isn't it? Playing paddle in these conditions. Oh, yeah. I mean, we played for a couple of hours yesterday, didn't we? Yeah, and I'm feeling that. I mean, it's it's great to be here. And I think, like, this podcast now, let's talk about the journey of of the paddle player. Because, I mean, in Alicante, we've, we've had some time. We've been really fortunate to have some time with Bella, some some time with Siri really, like Bella's coach, um we've also had a little bit of time with some of our community members and, and players learning the game that they've come up and they've said hi, have introduced themselves, talked a little bit about their game. And it's interesting because it's just two ends of the spectrum, isn't it? The, you know, the, the the world number one and, and, you know, one of the greatest players, if not the greatest player of all time and players that are right at the start of that journey. So I think it'd be interesting just to discuss a little bit, um, you know, about the, the kind of paddle journey as as players go through it Um maybe almost you you could start with your journey uh you know from ex-pro tennis player to w- where you are now and and you'll you know you're deep in in the paddle world
1: yeah so i well my my journey like i say it was professional tennis and i think it's, it's quite an interesting um journey that i think a lot of players are going to go through particularly in emerging markets a lot of players are going to come from tennis to paddle, and I think that that is a, a journey in itself. I think that what I've learned coming to paddle is that, particularly for for my case where I was playing at quite a high level in tennis, um it's there are certain things you have to sort of get used to, which is almost having that beginner's hat back on. So, I mean, I remember playing with you. You played at this point for maybe like ten ten years of paddle, and. When you first come to paddle, a lot of the, the strokes are quite similar to tennis, but you have to learn a lot of different different techniques. And I think, and, and knowing from a lot of the players that I play with, also ex-professional tennis players, that they struggle to almost go back to the basics and learning the fundamentals of the game. They kind of feel like they want to take their level where they were in tennis and go straight onto a paddle court and expect that that's where they come in at.
0: I think I think part of the difficulty as well is that when you started paddle the first few times you were still playing like 90% tennis and maybe 10% paddle and and so every time we went on a paddle court it was kind of a little bit foreign like you weren't really like getting into it whereas I feel you know when you made that switch from tennis to paddle and you fully submersed yourself in paddle like you you know the, the 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 rate of improvement was a lot faster and and you did what we we're always suggesting which is you know work with someone who's going to teach you the techniques teach you the tactics and um, i feel like that made a big difference for you right
1: yeah well i was lucky obviously to have yourself teaching me um not only as a player but as a coach so i had that for so long and then well i'm out here in spain training out here with with spanish players with with other coaches as well and i think yeah like you say immersing yourself in in paddle particularly when you've come from a different sport yes a lot of i'm finding that there is a lot of crossover and a lot of benefit to to come from tennis but i think that you really do need to immerse yourself, and actually, if if you're if you're a tennis player making that switch, I did find it was quite hard going from tennis to paddle because you've been playing a sport for so long, mm. and you're sort of you, you hang on to it a little bit. You're trying to do a bit of both, but I when I made that switch completely, I really saw the benefit because yeah. you, you kind of you're you're fully immersed in it, and yeah, your your improvement, you can just see. Yeah, you know,
0: and that that was I mean for me I. Uh, like i had a big switch like literally one day i went from being a tennis coach playing a lot of tennis and and (laughs) a a new job the next day i was like there were no tennis courts at the facility so i was all paddle and i went straight to spain a bit like you did and submersed myself and i think particularly from a tennis background and you were quite modest there saying quite a good level i mean you you know a very high level like 380 in the world atp but it's the same if you know you're a recreational tennis player that's played a lot of tennis you need to almost iron out those bad habits. I, I think if you're not from a tennis background, in some ways, it's easier. Like at, at the beginning, you might say, but the tennis players, they have advantage with their volleys and they they, they absolutely do. And the tops and smash, they have advantages. But at the same time, when you get up that level, like you're also trying to change a lot of, you know, habits that you've got yourself into. And so as a player, not from a, a, a rackets or tennis background, you're almost going through that, that same process. It's a blank canvas and, and you you've got to go through that learning, that's you know, submersive behaviour as well, right? With with lessons, with trainings and, and really kind of focusing on your game. It's
1: funny because a lot of the habits for me personally are actually almost mindset and, and, and mental habits, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So I mean we played yesterday and, and I think, you know, speaking to myself, I've improved a lot since coming to Spain and training, but there's still I still have a sort of mental tendency for certain shots. You know, as a tennis player, when you're at the net, you really do have that instinct to, to mm. play fast volleys and finish the point. And I think it's it's a it's a gradual process. But that, like you say, if you've got a blank slate, in some ways it's easier because you almost are not having to rewire mm. that those instincts. But I think what this is all pointing to is the fact that players, every player is going through an individual journey, yeah. whether it's from tennis to paddle or or Maybe they haven't picked up. Maybe they've never played a racquet sport before. Mm. But everyone has their own unique journey, and I think that yes, there are fundamentals to that, but there are probably also kind of intricacies within that journey that is unique to everyone.
0: Yeah, and and using a, a community member who was um, at the courts with us yesterday. I mean, she she was from a, a hiking background and, and 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 walking and 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 not from rackets at all, or not even from ball striking sports and. And that again will be a slightly different journey. And I think, you know, this is why you and I, we, we've spent the better part of six or seven months putting together this platform really is is for this journey. I mean, on our platform, we have this roadmap and in the roadmap, you've got your, your kind of foundation courses that, that really any beginner level player, for example, and we've got different levels, but any beginner level they have to kind of go through that foundational material, really, like, you know, and you need that. But then there's going to be differences. You know, if you come from a strong tennis background or a squash background or badminton or no rackets or hockey, like we get all all types of, of players. And and those foundations, I think, are really important as a, as a general guide. But then, you know, there's always going to be little bits outside that. Well, I mean, when we
1: sat down, I remember us, we, we sat down at a table and we were like, right, let's Let's create, in, in our minds, the, the best journey and platform for a player. And I think actually a lot of our learnings also came from our background in tennis. I mean, we, mm. we both started tennis when we were yeah, five or six. We, we've gone through that process. And now with Paddle, and I think we sat down and said, like, what, what is the best process mm. for a player? And it's really, we, we came down to it's a, it's a transformation, isn't it? Mm. Every player that comes on the call, whether they're a beginner or they start at an intermediate or even an advanced level, they're all on a journey they're all on a transformation they're trying to aspire to play better and what we really want to do was be the guide yeah uh, we wanted to guide them through that journey no matter where they are on 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 the spectrum they've just picked up a racket okay here's your journey yes yeah. becoming an advanced player and that's really what what this is all about it's 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 being that guide and supporting them
0: and it's funny isn't it I mean that that platform it's it's just evolved so much because it started with like right here's the foundations and then I mean we've done countless player interviews and 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 kind of getting information feedback from our community from our players and and then we sort of said right well let's add a, a shop fixer element because some people say right I really want my Shots analysed. You know, I, I want to hit my bandecca. Send you that bandecca. You give me some tips, and then I go away. and And some people love it for that, and and others are just you know in love with the community side of it. They don't might not use the shot fixer. They kind of have an idea of the roadmap, and they use that generally. But they come for the community and to ask questions to us and our coaches. And I think there's so many different. Like styles of learning that uh, you know, there's so many different ways that that players can learn and that that benefits them. And even on that journey, you might be at the beginning, right? I need to be shown everything, you know, because I'm completely new. And then a little bit further down the line, it's like, well, actually, can you have a look at my shots because I want to improve those and and get feedback on knowing what I should then work on the court. And it's it's a really complicated journey, isn't it? Really, because there's so many factors, not not only personal life but also you know other activities you're doing the amount of time you spend are you spending that time playing you know recreational matches are you have you got a dedicated training time in your week i mean it's 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 very different all the way from that community member right up to your 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 bella um you know so it's it's nice putting this platform together and getting that the feedback that we've got so far has been pretty good in the um you know we we've been able to guide them for part of that journey yeah
1: I and i think the key is like you say is it's a complicated journey for for the the, the paddle player but i think what we've tried to do is take that complexity and, and put it into a a step-by-step guide mm. so you know essentially this is this is your transformation path here's your roadmap. this is where you want to go and here's the map that's going to take you there and in a way simplifying it right because mm. we, we know how like you say we know how complicated it is people are working you know people might not have the call time there's there's all these different things but what we've done is we've said this is the program that will take you to where you want to be
0: and all the other advice right we see it on the court all the time you know like kind of amateur players advising other amateur players on what to do and then and it it almost gets diluted because if you're a player at a club and you've got you know 20 different people telling you what you should be doing you just end up confused um so, you know, we we put that in there as a foundation so that, you know, people can get that information about the game. They can you know, we've got a, a product review section where you can find out about the products. And most people don't really know a lot about this. I mean, even, you know, while we've been here in Alicante, we've we've done racket reviews for twenty nine euro rackets <laughs> right the way up to, you know, the premium the premium model. So it's it's kind of information that's just got to get out there it's just helping players make informed decisions yeah
1: and i think it's it's putting the player in the driving seat isn't it it's it's sort of saying to the player look everything you need is in one platform that is going to take you to where you want to mm-hmm. be in your in your paddle journey whether it be reviews whether it be shop mm-hmm. fixes like you said the community we know there's there's nothing more powerful than a like-minded community all helping each other to achieve yeah. this, the same vision so it's all it's all in one place, and it's essentially the one platform that a player needs.
0: Yeah, and and you mentioned it when you said you know a guide really is 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 support. So you know our plan really is that you know you can take that to the court, and and we'll have an app with it as well, so you can literally take it to courtside, and you can you know use the information on there to to, to help your game and, and to help your partner, and 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 really our, our plan is as a community to to improve your paddle and if you improve your paddle you build confidence and if you build confidence you enjoy the game more and that's that's really it and get more people playing the sport and and therefore you know as a paddle community we all all grow together I mean you and I we're, we're still learning things all the time it's actually part of the reason that I came this time was to have those conversations with Sia really have the conversations with Bella like learn from from those guys as well and like i think it's important to understand that everyone on this journey is wanting to learn and improve
1: yeah and the platform will be improving right this isn't you know this is where we are now but it's it's going to be constantly evolving like you say as a as a coach as a player you're always learning this there's never a point where you sort of say right i i know everything i know about a certain topic so it's going to be always evolving and the great thing is as well is that we're getting input from from our community on the platform so we're actually asking members how can how can we make it better for you and that's when we go back to drawing when we keep evolving it it's it's an ongoing process
0: and i think even even if you're you're watching this podcast or listening to this podcast if you've got features or things that you think oh my god that really helped my game like that would help you know I, that's the, the piece i'm missing then then we want to hear that whatever platform you're listening on or you know write to us on our, our social medias and say you know this this little piece will, will help me in my game because that's that's at the end of the day what what we're doing it for really so let's get to the my favorite part of the podcast <laughs> overrated underrated i don't know if it's everyone else's favorite part of the podcast but i i enjoy it so overrated underrated when we're talking about the the journey of a paddle player and 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 almost not following that path but but having that as a as a guidance like this is my journey you know for continual improvement so um what do you think is overrated
1: so overrated i would say I think we talk, we, we talk about this a lot. It's having a focus on results only. Hmm. And I, it's, it's difficult, isn't it? Because at the end of the day, when you when you play and you practice, you want to be that certain player or you want to win that certain tournament. And so that is, that is obviously the the outcome that you're going for. But we know, and I, I think this, this comes down to as well, when you've played sport at a high level, I think in any sport really is, is you start to understand that if you want to get a certain result, you need to focus on the process of getting there. And I think this would be such an important thing for recreational players to understand that, yes, it, you know, it goes without saying you want to achieve a certain result. You want to win that tournament, but you really need to focus on how you're going to do that and what's the process of getting there. Mm. Because if you focus on the outcomes only, it can really affect your motivation. You don't have control over the outcome. That's something you don't have control over. but you do have control over what you do day to day and making those little improvements. And if you do that, you will start seeing the results you want to see.
0: Yeah, I think when it uh, when it comes to the focus, I think there's almost there's 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 two ends of the spectrum on this and that, that players do and and one is that they go and play a match and they don't focus on anything game related and and they are only playing recreational games with their friends or family and they they go and they have a good time and then they wonder why they don't improve or they give themselves, you know, 20 different things in their game that they like, oh well, I need to improve this and I need to improve, you know, this this with my volley, and I want to try and do this. And it's and it, it's so overcomplicating things. And and I suppose that's also the role of the coach, in that the coach needs to identify what two or three things that they can take on board that will help them improve without overcomplicating it. I mean, we're always saying on our coach education that you know when you've got a student, you're not trying to tell them all the things that you know about the sport. It's actually what is going to help the student learn? What one or two things can they take away? Keep it simple that they can improve. So, you know, I think that that focus bit on, on you know, having those right steps and right tips is, you know, that that is very overrated. People don't kind of think about that. And I mean, it's actually why we have that shot fixer section in our website as well, right, is so that people can come get those one or two tips and then they can go away and work on those and improve their game. Um, so yeah, I think that uh, those are, those are good ones. And so what would your, your underrated be underrated? I would say
1: is patience. I think that naturally, again, we, we want to get, get to our destination as quickly as we can. And, and I think that players have to have to be patient, but is you know, going back to it, I keep saying this, but it's a process you have to be patient with, with the training you're doing, and you might not see huge results straight away but if you can get those marginal results time time after time day after day then you are going to start seeing big results but I think what a lot of players may struggle with and I think again it goes back to all sports is that you don't see the results straight away you lose motivation and then all of that work that potentially you've put in already is then lost and it's just every day going back like you say having those goals in mind focusing on it and Mm -hmm. having the patience over time you'll improve
0: yeah and we had that conversation with Bella that yeah that it's you know, he was saying in that journey is like if you can improve just a tiny bit from the previous day then then that is your goal you know each day like minor improvements and you know it can, it's a, it's a consistency over time it's the same with everything right it's the same with our social media it's the same with like business if you can just make mar- small marginal improvements consistently over time you will get to be where you want to be and and people are often trying to get themselves immediately to that level and, and this is actually a difficult thing we have when we do our videos is they say well uh you know lebron hits his smash like this or sanyo hits his smash like this and it's like yeah but are you expecting to go from this to that you know without any steps and there's all these steps in between that, that you need to you need to be able to take so um yeah i i think that's patience is you know is key not not only on court but just generally with you with your game and i thought it was interesting swings to bella because you know if if he's thinking that
1: then you just think well surely he's thinking something different to maybe a recreational mm. player but it's it's the same it's the same yeah. process isn't it
0: and he said that i mean i remember when i first started in the paddle i went out to barcelona and i spent some time with him and and that was nine ten years ago now and and he said exactly the same it was like you know little by little like just each day a bit better than the day before and 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 you will get there if you if you apply that consistently you will get there. And, and this is the difficulty at amateur recreational level. Players are thinking, right? I need to get this skyrocket improvement, and then and then it, it ends up being like this because you know they they get all into it for for a week and they try and do this and this and this and they overcomplicate it. And next week they get frustrated and they go off. And and that's that's the difficulty.
1: Yeah, and I think circling back to where we where we started about our platform, I think that we talk about consistent improvement, focusing on the process and and day by day. And I think that. Again, that ties into what, what we're trying to do to give players access to all of the advice they need to, you know, even if they're training on their own without, without a coach, it's, this is the steps you need to go through. This is the advice that you can do every, literally every day. You can take, take it to the court, take your mobile mm-hmm. to the court. You've got the advice you need. You've got all the training drills that you need to do. And this is how you improve day by day. And a
0: little bit like a, a fitness training regime, we, we almost want to be like an accountability partner. Like if you say right, we're gonna make these improvements, we'd be like, great, okay, post another video in two weeks' time, and let's see those see those improvements, and and you know that's that's what we're there for, you know, a guide, like you said. So Tom, absolute pleasure, as of always. I'm gonna go back to to cloudy UK, and uh, yeah, I'm gonna miss this. Um, but uh, really, our message today is like, if if you want to test out our platform, jump on there, thepaddleschool.com. We're doing a seven-day free trial, at least to begin with, and, and jump in the community and say hi, introduce yourself, tell us a little bit about your paddle and post a video. Like we'd love to be helping you with your game and, and you know that's what we actually really enjoy.
1: Be the guide to help you prove your paddle.